So Jesus is alive. Amen? It's a bold statement, really, if you think about it. Jesus is alive. Now, is it reasonable to believe this statement based on the fact that over the course of human history, people die and their bodies remain dead in the grave? Well, the answer is yes. And I want to give you three quick reasons why we can believe that. Number one, an all-powerful God exists who does miracles. People often say, you expect me to believe in the resurrection in light of this scientific age that we believe in? Well, think about the universe and mankind. Can something come from nothing? Can there be a design without a designer? Can lifeless matter produce a moral, rational being? And the answer is no. Only an all-powerful, intelligent, moral God could have created the universe and mankind. Now, if God is able to create the universe and mankind, then he could raise Jesus Christ from the dead. It's reasonable. Number two, the New Testament is a credible witness to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The New Testament is both externally and internally historically reliable. First of all, let's talk about the external evidence. The New Testament has been confirmed countless times through archaeology, showing us that it's telling the truth. The copies of the New Testament are good sources. You see, the New Testament has more ancient manuscripts than any ancient historical account that we know. We have 5,600 copies. The copies that we have are also closer in date to the originals than any other ancient manuscript or document. We have New Testament fragments that date within 19 years of the original writings. We have copies of the Gospels that date within 150 to 200 years of the originals. And we have entire Bibles that date 200 to 300 years after the original writings. If the external evidence of the New Testament is rejected, then you must reject all other ancient histories. Now let's talk about this internal evidence. You see, the time gap between when the New Testament was written by the apostles and the life of Jesus is too short for a myth to develop. You can't develop a myth within 30 to 60 years. Jesus died somewhere around probably 33 AD. The three Gospels were written within 20 years of the life of Jesus. The Gospel of John probably 63 years after the life of Jesus. This is too short for them to make up a myth. People were still living who were there who watched Jesus' life. Scholars like Norman Geiser point out that this is really an amazing comparison with people like Alexander the Great. You see, it was not until 100 years after the life of Alexander that we have fragments of his life. And 300 to 500 years after his life that we have major historical accounts. But yet, people don't doubt that Alexander the Great existed or that he did the things that he did. Now, the Gospels are credible witnesses to testify of Jesus Christ. The Gospels bear witness to the fact that they are historical eyewitness accounts. And we have evidence from within them. Matthew and John were disciples of Jesus and eyewitnesses of his life and his resurrection. Mark received his, his information from Peter, who was an eyewitness of Jesus. And Luke received his information of, from Paul, who was an eyewitness of Jesus' resurrection. Each of these Gospels serves as an independent witness, a source, to the same exact event. They all tell the same story from four different perspectives. They're independent witnesses. And also, when you look at their accounts, we see that the personal flaws of the Bible characters and the authors are not omitted from the records. They weren't writing from a bias. The triumph of the religious and civil authorities over Jesus and his disciples aren't omitted. As in different ancient accounts, the king always wants himself to look good. But not in their account. They told it just as it was. The testimony of women was not omitted. You see, during the first century AD, the testimony of women was not accepted. But yet the Gospels record that the women were the first to see Jesus alive from the dead. The controversial sayings of Jesus were not expanded or clarified. They left it just how it was because they were telling it just as they saw. Now, reason number three. 
The resurrection of Jesus Christ is the only logical conclusion to the empty tomb. You see, a number of theories have arisen over the years to try to disprove the biblical account of the resurrection. Here's some of them. Jesus never really existed. He didn't really die on the cross, as the Bible says. Jesus was put in the cross, but he didn't die. He only passed out. The women maybe went to the wrong tomb. Disciples, out of shock, hallucinated and really thought they saw Jesus, and so they wrote about it. Maybe someone, the Jews, the Romans, or someone else, his disciples, stole his body and made the whole thing up so they can get rich and kind of have authority over people. You hear these things at work. I do every day. Now, each of these arguments fall apart when they are confronted with the facts of the lives of the disciples. You see, over 12 non-Christian historians that live within 150 years of Jesus testified to his life, his ministry, his death on the Roman cross. Some even pointed out the fact that his followers said that he rose again from the dead and they worshipped him as God. Also, Jesus really did die on the cross. You see, there were Roman soldiers who were there and they were professional executioners. They knew when someone was really dead. They didn't break Jesus' legs because they knew he was dead. Now, also, we know he was dead because one source in 1986, the Journal of American Medical Association wrote this article concerning Jesus' death, just from the evidence. It said, clearly the weight of historical and medical evidence indicates that Jesus was dead before the wound in his side was inflicted and supports the traditional view that the spear thrust between his right rib probably perforated not only the right lung, but also the pericardium and the heart and thereby ensured his death. Accordingly, interpretations based on the assumption that Jesus did not die on the cross appear to be at odds with modern medical knowledge. So Jesus was clearly dead on the cross. The body of Jesus has never been discovered. There's been a lot of hoaxes, but all of them have fallen apart. You see, if the women went to the wrong tomb, or the Jews or the Romans had stolen Jesus' body, even a decomposed one, they could have silenced Christianity very quickly when the book of Acts began. 50 years, or excuse me, 50 days after um, Jesus was resurrected. But yet they had no body to bring forth. All they could do was persecute the church in order to silence them. We have testimonies of multiple groups who saw Jesus alive over a period of 40 days. It's impossible for all these people to have the same hallucination at every single time. He was seen by over 500 people at one time, Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15. He was seen by his disciples. He was seen by the women. Multiple people saw him. They didn't have the same hallucination. You see, during the 40 days, his 11 disciples saw him. And their lives were changed. You see, they went from hiding in fear to going out in boldness, preaching Jesus in the same city that he was crucified and buried in. People don't do that sort of thing. It's called the Jerusalem effect. They knew that Jesus had risen. They weren't afraid of what would happen to them. They preached him in the same city. You see, the motivation and focus of their lives changed. They preached Jesus crucified and him resurrected. They were willing to suffer and follow Jesus, and then they were willing to be martyred for the same message that they preached that Jesus was resurrected. The enemies of Jesus were converted. Saul of Tarsus was a Pharisee. He hated Jews, and he, or excuse me, he hated Jesus. He hated Christians, but yet he worked to put Christians to death. He saw the risen Jesus on the road to Damascus, and his life was changed. He became the Apostle Paul. He lived and preached Jesus, crucified and resurrected. He was willing to suffer for him over his life. And then he stood in front of Caesar Nero and declared his testimony. I saw Jesus alive, and Paul was willing to be beheaded for that same testimony. The half-brothers of Jesus were converted by seeing their brother resurrected from the dead. 
You see, Jesus' half-brothers, James and Jude, did not believe in Jesus during his earthly ministry. They couldn't follow his claims. But yet, both of them saw Jesus risen from the dead. James later became the pastor of the church in Jerusalem, and then he later was martyred for the testimony that Jesus' half-brother was risen again from the dead. It would only have taken one of these men to rise up and say, hey, we made it all up. Before they were to be put to death, that we made it all up. But each one of them sealed their own testimony with their own blood. You see, the people object to them. They say, well, they're like the fanatics, the Muslims, right, who are dying for what they believe is true. We see that in ISIS. But there's something different about these disciples. You see, if they really didn't see Jesus raised from the dead, they wouldn't be dying for what they believe was true. They would be dying for something that they knew for a fact was not true. And people don't die for those sorts of things. They only have taken one. But yet each one of them was willing to die for the testimony that Jesus had risen. They had seen him. Their life changed. Why? Because they had a hope. And Peter describes this hope in closing. First Peter 1, 3-4, he says, All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by his great mercy that we have been born again, because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Now we live with great expectation, and we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change and decay. What drove these men? It was the hope of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. If you're not a believer, you can have this hope today by realizing that Jesus died for you and he rose again from the dead. Amen?